It's Radio on the Go Sports Time here with KLMJ. I'm Dwayne Carstens reporting. Tough night on the hardwood for some of the college teams. The number 20 ranked Iowa State women rallied from a nine-point deficit to take a lead, but unable to fend off Oklahoma State last night on the road with the loss. ISU falls to 17-8, 9-6 in the Big 12 action. And the final score was 73-68 Oklahoma State with the win last night. ISU guard Ashley Jones says her Cyclones knew this game would be a tough one. Looking at it, we were down at halftime and we came back and we knew that it was going to be a battle, especially uh, on the road. And Oklahoma State's a really good team. And so we just had to come out in the second half and really focus on ourselves and play our game and not get too caught up in what they were doing. And I think we did a better job of that the second half. Um, obviously, we have some things to clean up and get ready for our next one. Jones scored 20 points, including six for six at the charity stripe. Morgan Kane scored a season high 16 points, making six of seven field goal attempts. And Iowa State head coach Bill Fennelly says Oklahoma State made contested baskets. They hit some really, really tough shots, and you got to give them credit. Um, I'm really proud of our team. You know, you're down 13 in the second quarter. Uh, you know, we finished the half decent, came out in the third quarter, played great. And then it's a, you know, back and forth game the rest of the way. And, you know, uh, when you play in this league and you play on the road, it's one or two plays. And uh, they hit some really, really tough shots. We had some great looks at shots that didn't go down. Iowa State women host TCU Saturday, 5 p.m. at Hilton Coliseum. The University of Iowa men's basketball team fell to Wisconsin last night, 64-52 at the Kohl Center. Iowa falls to 17-11 on the season, 9-8 in Big Ten play. Iowa led for 42% of the contest, which saw 14 lead changes. Shooting woes proved, uh, again, detrimentative here to the Hawkeyes. As they shot 32% for, uh, for the game, including 3 of 28, 11% from three-point range. Fifth-year senior Philip Rabracha, junior Tony Perkins, led Iowa in scoring with 13 points apiece. Iowa against 17 and 11 on the season, returning to action Saturday against Michigan State, who is 17 and 10. Looks like a good even matchup there. Tip-off scheduled for 11 a.m. Saturday inside Iowa City's Carver Hawkeye Arena. The UNI men's basketball team struggled to defend the three-point line and finish shots in the paint as the Panthers fell to Southern Illinois' Salukis. 86-63 last night in Missouri Conference play. The loss snaps UNI's three-game win streak on SIU, limited offensively without Bowen Bourne for much of the game due to injury. The Panthers gave up nine three-pointers in the final 20 minutes as part of a season-high 17 shots allowed from three-point range. Anderson and Wolf, uh, that's Titan Anderson, uh, and uh, again, they helped pace the attack for the Panthers in the paint, but you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, says even without Bourne, they still had a shot to win the game. Bo wasn't able to go tonight going into the game. You know, we all felt, including Bo, that he was going to be able to play his normal minutes. Like, he he, uh, um, he felt pretty good the last two days. Not, not perfect, but... Uh, pretty good. So we all felt like he was going to play, you know, his normal normal minutes, normal role tonight, and he wasn't able to. But we got, you know, it's a nine-point game with 19 and a half minutes left, and, yeah, we just we made too many mistakes. Anderson, uh, it's Titan Anderson, led the Panthers with a team-high 21 points, his second 20-plus point game of the season. And also uh, Cole Henry and Drew Daniel both finished with five points apiece and 17 points for Wolf. Michael Duax led the Panthers on the glass with a team-high Six rebounds and four points. Jacobson says they know that uh, they need to improve on certain things. We feel like we need to get cleaned up from tonight are pretty simple, right? They're hard to do, right? But they're 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 pretty simple, right? Ones that that uh, uh, that we can work at through watching some film, you know, some work on the practice floor, 
So yeah, I think we'll be able to clean up a couple things here and, and not have to not have to change, um, do some things that'll get real complicated. Dub, I just we we got it. And uh, the Panthers return home Sunday morning to close out the regular season against the Belmont Bruins Senior Day, and that's an 11:30 tip-off in Cedar Falls at the McLeod Center on Sunday morning. And taking a look at some other sports news, uh, one other score from last night, the Drake Bulldogs continue to roll. Coach Darren DeVries and company, they win at home senior night for the Drake Bulldogs as they trounce Illinois State 82-51. to Doan College men's basketball senior and Applington Parkersburg alum Alec Oberhauser has been named Great Plains Athletic Conference Men's Basketball Player of the Week for the final week of the regular season. It's the first time in his career that he has earned the honor. Doan's road win over Mount Marty recently over posted 23 points on 9 of 15 shooting and pulled down 11 rebounds in the team's home loss to Briar Cliff. He finished with 31 points and had 13 rebounds and 6 assists for the week. He averaged 27 points per game and 12 rebounds. Oberheiser shot 64% from the floor, 50% from beyond the three-point arc, and 83% from the free-throw line. Oberhauser went over the 1,000-point mark in his Doan career with his final basket against Briarcliff to finish with 1,001 points in three seasons. He also had 548 rebounds, 228 assists in his playing career. For his collegiate career, he finished with 1,188 career points, 690 rebounds, and 309 assists. The Doan Tigers finished 11-17 overall. Let's turn it back to high school basketball, where the number five rated West Fork girls basketball team puts their undefeated season on the line against McQuokita Valley in a regional championship game that was postponed from last night. It'll be tonight. The Warhawks have been superb all season and haven't changed stride while in postseason play. The women of West Fork rattled off 32-point win over Dunkerton and a 22-point victory over Clarksville on Friday to get to this point of the bracket. The Warhawks will finally have a chance to accomplish a huge goal of theirs this season with a win over McQuokita Valley to make the state tournament. West Fork sophomore guard Leah Weaver is enthusiastic about sharing the moment with her friends and family on the court. I'm so excited. These girls, I I mean, I love them so much. And I mean, all the seniors are my best friends. So like, this is our year and I, I just want to make it because, you know, I play with my sister and this is going to be her last year. I'm, we're going to play our hardest and it's going to be awesome. West Fork head coach Rodney Huber says McQuoken Valley is a good program, but will face some difficulty against his Warhawks. You know, they're a scrappy team. Their coach has state tournament experience. I think they went to state finals not too long ago, to be quite honest with you. They have a younger team, but they've gotten slowly better throughout the year. I think we match up with them really well. I think it's hard for any team to play against us. Uh, you know, I think we can wear them out and do kind of what we do, pose our will a little bit on them. So, got a great opportunity. Go get a state berth. McQuoken Valley carries an overall record of 16-9 and going into the match. Matchup while West Fork is a perfect 23 and 0. The Wildcats played three postseason games to get here, beating Central City and Turkey Valley by ease, and then squeaking by Edgewood Colesburg. 47-43 in the regional semifinal. The Warhawks defense, which hasn't allowed 50 points in a contest this season, will look to bring the pressure again in the biggest game of the year. They're looking for their first state tournament berth since 2013. The West Fork Girls basketball team regional championship with McQuoketa Valley. It goes down at Denver's Cyclone Center, Denver, Iowa, and broadcasted on 104.9 KLMJ tonight. Pre-game coverage starts at 640 with Jacob Zimmerman. 
The 12th rated AGWSR girls basketball team is a win away from the state tourney, but will face a tall task to get there. They take on second rated Newell Fonda tonight in the regional final at Fort Dodge. The Cougars have had a dominant season at 23-1. Their only loss coming to Class 3A state qualifier, West Marshall. The Cougars have rolled in the preliminary rounds with wins over Colonesco and HLV and a close win over Ankeny Christian. Nikhil Oliver will look to go back to her usual form after a nine-point performance against Ankeny Christian. Josie Cooper was on fire that night, though, scored 19 points in that contest. Newell Fonda has proven to be one of the best among Class 1A schools, and they qualified for five state five straight state tournaments. At 21 and 2, their only losses are to the defending 3A state champion Esterville Lincoln Central. And after a first round bye as the number one seed in the region, the Mustangs throttled Glidden Ralston and Baxter to advance to the regional final. Three average double uh, figures for the Mustangs. And Mary Walker with 15 points, Kiara Jungers at 12 points per game, and McKenna Sievers at 11 points per game for Newell Fonda. On the season, the Mustangs have beaten opponents by an average of 36 points. And AEGWSR head coach Mike Fendrick says weaknesses Newell Fonda has are difficult to identify. It's their pressure defense full court that first stands out at you, and you you got to try to figure out how you're going to limit your turnovers. When they do get you to turn it over, they transition into scoring a basket just amazingly well. Their points off of turnovers are incredible. They just they transition very quickly. You look for weaknesses against these guys that I haven't found any yet. They've got of their starting five, four of them shoot the three point shot right around thirty percent. And as a team they shoot it at just right at thirty two percent. So I mean they're just a tough matchup. And Finger says it'll take a complete effort for his Cougars. We got to handle their pressure defense both in the back court and the front court. We got to minimize our turnovers. We have to get good shots and we got to shoot the ball well and then you know we just have to do a good job of getting back in transition so that they don't get easy baskets and then get to their three-point shooters. If we can minimize the turnovers, get good shots on our end, take away their layups, and then be there to contest their three-point shooters, you know, then we got a shot at knocking them off. And the Ackley Geneva Wellsbridge Steamboat Rock game to go to state tonight against Newell Fonda is in Fort Dodge, Fort Dodge Senior High School at 7 p.m. And the 15th-rated Applington Parkersburg girls basketball team is also a win away from the state tourney. They'll need to beat Dyersville Beckman to get there. That game tonight in Olwine, the Falcons 19-4 and after a resilient 52-32 victory over Denver in the regional semifinals, holding the Cyclones to just 14 second-half points. Racking up 11 steals, committing just 10 turnovers. Head coach Brady Driscoll says the Beckman Trailblazers have some similarities uh, to a familiar foe. I tried thinking of a comparison for them as a team. They're like a kind of a mini dyke where they rebounded extremely, extremely well. And we give them second, third chance opportunities to score. They're either going to score it eventually or they're going to get fouled and go to the free throw line. I know when they went over Cascade in the postseason here that they had 31 free throw attempts. They only made 13 of them, but 31 attempts is pretty crazy and they get a lot of offensive rebounds off those free throws too so their strength for them is their post play offensively and defensively they're a sound team when they go through their posts Beckman again is 13 and 10 on the season but had that big upset over number six Cascade in the regional semifinals and tonight's winner will advance to the class 2a girls state basketball tournament Applington Parkersburg again versus Beckman Catholic and Dyersville that will be played in Old Wine tonight again seven o'clock Right uh, here with Radio on the Go, we'll have the play-by-play -play with Jonathan Mowinkle on 98.9 KQCR. Another action of other area teams trying to get to state. As we mentioned, uh, Dyke New Hartford also in that mix tonight. One of four area teams trying to 
punch their ticket. They play Bellevue. The Wolverines do. The defending state champions meet Bellevue Comets at West Delaware High School in Manchester this evening. And also Marshalltown Community College rescheduling their games for men's and women's hoops at Ellsworth Community College tonight. Also, Drake women at Murray State. Northern Iowa ladies play at Belmont. Wartburg takes on Luther in the American Rivers Conference Women's Basketball Tournament. That's going to do it for Radio on the Go Sports for this Thursday morning. I'm Dwayne Karstens reporting.